0: Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Other Duties as a sign. Sitting here with Scott. Scott's just started his new job um, at, at Marshall. Uh we are. We are. And um, you know, I think, Scott, what I want to do this episode, I want to kind of change the pace a little bit. You know, we've been at this for a little over a year now. And, you know, throughout all of it, you know, when we started, it was just me and you and You know, we expanded, we started bringing on guests and we've had some awesome guests along the way. And it's been just, you know, it's been so much fun for us. There have been some, some times where we're sitting there, you know, that day before an episode is supposed to come out and we haven't recorded anything. we're like, um, so what are we going to talk about? Uh, (laughs) you know, it's just like, you just, you start covering a lot of things and we try not to be, we don't want to be redundant. We don't want to bore y'all and uh you know we want to get fresh topics and you know that's why it's been so great having so many guests but you know what i want to at least start this this episode with is kind of not necessarily a year in review but um kind of just talking a little bit about how much fun we've had and some of the some of the awesome guests we've had uh come through the show and even uh you know some of the the student managers and the the different interviews that we've done i think we covered a lot of of stories and people's lives and really got to be able to spotlight some some very very interesting individuals and people that are are going to be able to do some great things within the industry so you know maybe let's let's talk a little bit about that and just how much at least I know I have I know Scott necessarily hasn't uh, probably enjoyed sitting and talking with me on a weekly basis but um, no you know, I guess we're good Exactly. You know, it's we've had awesome guests. You know, we've been blessed to have this platform, and I feel like it's grown. You know, I, especially whenever we had stick on, I feel like the, the podcast itself kind of blew up after that. Where uh, you know, we've had had a lot more people tuning in and, and listening, and really finding us, and hopefully, our our weekly talks and, and weekly guests have been a bright spot for for equipment managers and other people around the industry. So uh, I don't know, Scott, maybe, I don't maybe not something nice about me, but do you have anything nice to say about any of the, any of the guests we've had on?
1: I think they've all been really good. Um, I think we've had a really good experience getting to know people that we had never talked to before. I think we've gotten lucky that uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe some of the audience disagrees, but I don't think we've had any duds. You know, I think we've had some some good guests who have all brought a little bit of different stuff to the table. It's been a it's been a joy connecting I mean, Blake, with people. Blake Reed was definitely a dud, but you know that's yeah, it happens. But uh, but no, I mean it's been a joy um, to meet people and and to just talk shop with them. Um, I think it's really I already felt this way, but I think it's really entrenched into me. Just take care of your people. Um, you know, keep in touch with people listen to them, you know, don't just talk to them, see what's going on with your people. And, and, you know, I feel like now, um, I've got a national support group that, you know, may have been regional before or may have just been with a few people that I work with like you and and obviously Jake who was on here and, and, you know, some other folks, but, um, because of the show and the people we've talked to, I've, I've definitely made some more, uh, personal and professional, connection so it's been nice and pat you were saying before that you had a favorite guest why don't you go ahead and tell us about your favorite guest which one did you like more than all the other ones you were you were telling me off air who was it you said this person was better than every other guest did you say
0: you're just trying to get me in trouble i don't want to hear that <laughs>
1: brad brad walker he was my favorite guest he's
0: an american hero
1: i mean that is true he's an american hero and he's a jacksonville jaguar so i'll take that one he was i mean
0: for when we were sitting talking to, you know, student managers and we we set, sent that tweet out and we're just like, hey, you know, if you have any rising seniors or people who are coming into their, you know, second or third year of equipment, we would love to talk with you just, you know, see where your career path is going and if there's anything we can do to kind of help you, right? Just get your name out there. It, it, we may not help you get a job, but we would love to at least shine a spotlight on the guys and girls that are really grinding away behind the scenes and, and doing a lot more than, uh, what people outside of equipment really realize. So, you know, we have, we have Brad reach out to us who, I mean, guys older than both of us and he has experienced more in life than I think you and I combined for the rest of our lives could ever, you know, truly experience and, um, It was just, I had a ton of fun talking with him. He was, you know, just genuinely one of the nicest people ever and super excited for him with this, this NFL internship. And, you know, I won't, you know, say truly, you know, I have any particular favorite, but I just thoroughly enjoyed sitting and talking with him because, uh, even outside of actually what we had recorded, um, you know, he was just a lot of fun to talk to and he's a
1: really good dude. Yeah, he was a good dude. Um, we've had a lot of those. And we've had some good uh, dudettes, if you will. Some good some good women on here, too. I mean, we've had, uh, I think it started with Aaron, but we had Shannon, we had Ari. They're all killing it. Um, one of the things, and we'll get into this more next week, but one of the things uh, from the AMA convention that, that I attended was the diversity and, and the women in sports and those talks. And, and I, I'm happy we've had... You know, a lot of that um, on this show has not been the old white guys club um, as much as you wanted it to be. I said, no, Pat, we're going to have some women on here. Yeah, you we're don't need to drive and that. <laughs> we're going to have some people of color on here. Um, and it's been awesome, man. It's been really good. Um, I think the coolest part for me has been the student managers, and it's going to be fun to to follow them. Um, like we talked to Jake a couple weeks ago, we talked to Brad um, the first time, but we've kept in touch with them since and just seeing where their careers are already going um, and following the rest of those those guys and gals as we uh, talk to more. I mean, it's just going to be cool to follow. It's, it's always cool when it's your student managers, but, you know, you don't always have your student managers looking for a career in equipment but all these that we talk to we do so it's um it's gonna be interesting to follow their careers and see what happens to them but yeah man i mean the people that that are in this industry are just top notch and and this podcast has exposed me to a lot of people that i might not have uh you know been exposed to if it wasn't for the show
0: yeah you know Uh, just like even
1: the the
0: vendor side of it Uh, too having that series and we i want to keep that going i want to you know maybe restart that or just continue it if you will uh, cuz i feel like that's been a lot of fun and you know like the guys from equipcheck and in you know having them on you have somebody who actually works in the industry as an equipment manager also uh you know working on the side of a vendor you're you're seeing a lot more interesting products you're you're hearing about uh innovative things and it's just it's been a lot of fun like steve urbanack behind him on i we're talking about, you know, working with him and his company to to do apparel for for the podcast. You know, just m- maybe never would have would have, I mean, not necessarily known about WSI, but wouldn't have considered working with them to do something um, apparel wise. But we sit and talk with him and have an amazing conversation. We got some samples of his product and it's phenomenal. And we're just like, hey, let's let's actually make this happen because we're interested in it. We love the, the gear. We love the product. And two, you know, we want to, want to support some ODA and get, get some of our, uh, some of our
1: logo out there. Right. Yeah. We actually tried to see if we could get, um, some shirts with your face on it. And Steve said that that was some kind of violation of basic human rights for people But have to look at it on their, on their kilos. So I don't know what that's about, but something to do with the UN. I don't know. But, uh, I think it'll be good. It's just too pretty, pretty ugly. It'll be good to get um, to get that gear out there. It'll be cool um, to get more vendors in, in for sure. A lot of great vendors spoke at AMA. Um, there's a lot of really good equipment managers that spoke, but also that uh, that I saw and were attending this event. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm really really happy that we've we started this during the pandemic it's not always been the easiest thing to keep going we've done a really good job around both of our busy schedules to to for the most part every week you know we had something out there so and and sometimes we had it recorded a full week in advance sometimes we had it a couple weeks in advance sometimes we had it hours in advance but you know we've we've gotten it done and yes um <laughs> Things have been uh, crazy the last few weeks with with my move, and that's continuing into the summer. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, new job, new new digs, new everything, and same old ODAA.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's. I think for both of us, we're both kind of. I mean, I started. It's been a little over a month for me, so I'm finally kind of getting used to my new schedule. And like you said, you're basically you know starting fresh, new place. Yep, kind of getting thrown right into the fire a little bit with, you know, recruiting and camps coming up, and uh, you know we we just talked about that last week. But I think what maybe we we didn't let uh, our listeners know was just how much um, busier you got with all of that coming up. Where it's like, hey, you know, I'm I'm still trying to move. I haven't completely fully moved yet, and um, you know, you're trying to move from from two different. Essentially, two different households too, because you know you and you and your wife were in different areas, and now trying to to come together, live in, in West Virginia now. So it um, it's been it's been an experience it it makes you it makes you question the the industry and like God should I should I really be doing this <laughs> and do I love it this much like do I mean my gosh but you know in in the grand scheme of things yeah. Like you're crazy right now. It's crazy busy. You're, yep. you're, you're working 28 hour days, and and there's only truly really 24 hours in a day. And you're just, yeah, man. You're you're kind of run ragged, and you're you're saying to yourself like, this is the time where I'm supposed to be just kind of cruising a little bit and really trying to get to know things. And, um, you know, it just it, it's stressful, but you still love what you're doing. I know you do, even if you're not totally. saying it. But
1: No, I do. I do. And it is, it's a lot. I will say to anyone that that does what I did and takes a job right now, um, know that you, what we talked about last week is what's happening. You've got camps on top of recruiting, which is down for so long. And you've got, you know, summer workouts. and, And that is always a challenge to do with inventory in and of itself. And you throw recruiting, at this scale into it as well as camps and you're talking about a pretty busy summer um the only disadvantage i would say for me would be that you know i came in in the middle of it so if you got time to prepare for it if you're in those initial meetings and you know what's going on you can kind of get a staff around it and get a schedule in line and i just kind of got thrown into it so we're we're figuring things out um as we go and that's what's difficult um everyone here has been great we're we're rolling man we're getting it done but uh no yeah it's just it's a challenge when you're like you know you're trying to get a recruiting thing set up upstairs and then you go um, you go to a staff meeting and then you come back down and you're trying to flip laundry and a kid comes up and he's like hey i don't have any socks and you're like oh where are the socks in this room (laughs) (laughs) you haven't found everything yet she's like ah yeah give me like five minutes i'll probably find them no, that's, that's an exaggeration. But, I mean, there's a few things that it's like, hey, you know, the AD needs a football. And I was like, where are my footballs? So, <laughs> you know, luckily I've got an assistant here who's been around. Um, and when he's in the room, when I can't find something, he's he's a good resource. But, you know, some, he's not always in the room. So you're like, oh, how do I do this? I feel like I'm just asking a lot of questions and, and fumbling through the room, bumping into walls. But we'll get there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a process. Anytime you start somewhere new, it's I mean, you're 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 starting fresh. Like, you know, you you know how to be an equipment manager. You know how to do the job. But when you're learning, like you said, I mean, where your socks are, where your where your footballs are and what your inventory situation is, when you're literally just trying to get an idea of what you have and it's like, oh, by the way, um, go set up this recruiting display, go get ready for a 300 person camp and uh set up the field oh and don't don't forget to flip some laundry around because we have morning run and then they also lift too so um yeah get after it bud
1: yeah pretty much pretty much but hey it's summer and we're going
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that's unfortunately as part of it it
1: um i listened to a lot of uh workshops this past week while folding towels or heat pressing freshman gear or whatever it was Thank God, my work computer is a laptop.
0: Yeah, you got your CEUs in. Everybody, I'm sure everybody was super excited about getting that in. And you know, for those of you curio- curious, we did say uh, you know at the end of last week's episode that we were going to cover, kind um, of cover convention. We're going to wait a little bit. I know that they recorded everything, and they're going to put uh, those recordings out for anybody who missed it. And at least you know Scott was able to kind of listen notes. in yeah like you attended them and you know maybe you weren't able to be completely 100% dialed in because you you know had to work but uh, you know I unfortunately wasn't able to to listen in so I've got to go back and and really um, you know listen to those we're going to take some notes we're going to talk about it we want to cover everything uh, you know there was some big news for some you know different things in the new president search and all of that so we definitely want to talk about it it's just we felt we weren't uh you know 100 percent prepared on it and we didn't want to come in and give you guys you know kind of a basically a a half-assed attempt to to talk about what happened so that's coming it should be next week but uh you know stay tuned on it but yeah scott you know let's um let's talk about who your favorite guest was because i know you did say that um you d- you had one,
1: yeah, yeah yeah you you did. Um, you said you had one, but you chickened out and wouldn't say who who you said. But no, yeah, I definitely had a favorite guest. It was it was my wife and your wife. And I know you said that wasn't your favorite, but my favorite was our wives. So I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't pick our wives, but like you didn't, and I did. So I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, do I say checkmate or?
0: <laughs> I think no. I mean on on a serious note that was legitimately a highlight for me i know my wife was nervous about coming on she was just like what do you want me to talk about like but seriously what you don't work in equipment anymore what can i actually say and i was like well <laughs> you know you experienced a long a long distance relationship with somebody who was working in equipment there's a, a serious strain on your relationship with that and it takes a special person to put up with an equipment manager because you know, we're eight, 10 months out of the year, basically not available. And I mean, it's, a you're working year round. Don't get me wrong. Whatever sport you're working in, you're working year round. But for, I mean, you think about baseball, Baseball's a long season. They're still in it. School's out. Yep. If your team was good enough, you, I mean, you're in, what is it? Super regions, right? Are they?
1: Yeah. Super yeah. I mean, some teams have booked their shot already, but yeah.
0: Yeah, there's just there's a lot that goes into all of it, so it's just, you know, you, you're constantly feeling like you're in season, and there's there's always some sort of training, weightlifting workouts going on. So, um, you know, it's it was great hearing and talking with them, um, but even you know, guys like Dan Colson, we we bring him on. He's working for Wilson, and you know, unfortunately, they had a whole. Huge string of layoffs. He gets let go. I come to find out. I think, if I remember correctly, he just got uh, got on with Big Game. So he's going to be working with Big Game. Still doing doing footballs. Working. I think game balls with them. uh, Something in a similar capacity. So excited for him. Um, He was an awesome guest, and you know, it was was nice having two um, game ball extraordinaires on to give you know, their insights on the best way to break on a football. That was, you know, we've talked about that a bunch too, where that was a huge thing on, on Twitter and Instagram this year for, for equipment managers kind of, Hey, I do, I do my footballs this way and mine are better than yours. So, um, it was, uh, it's a lot of fun. I know you got a, you got a sample ball from, from Dan and that thing was, I, I mean, that thing looked amazing. I'm not going to lie. That was, that was, yeah, it was. Thing came in black. It was unreal. Um, but yeah, I mean, little things like that, and you know, friends of the podcast. Where you know, I, it is hard for me to say this, but guys like Blake. You know, I'd worked with with um, Ryan down in, in Tulsa. I think he actually just took the Southern Miss job. He bounced around, and then based off of those relationships, we bring on like Troy Jepsen. Nick Detterman, Jake Rosh and Tyler Renard, all of these guys who, you know, we knew through the industry, but really didn't have like a, a friendship relationship with. And now these are guys that, you know, we know we can reach out to, we keep in touch with and really, like you said, building kind of like a national network of of people who are in and in around the industry that are just genuinely awesome human beings that we really like talking to.
1: Yeah, I mean that's it's been a crazy network of people. Um, I'm mad at Tyler Renard right now. He sent me a Snapchat. He was having himself a cold beverage. I was at work, um, so I'm not pleased with him. But yeah, no. All jokes aside, yeah, it's been it's been uh, fun keeping up with schools too that like I had no affiliation to before this podcast, and now I'm like oh. How's uh well, Arkansas baseball doing? Putting up, you know, football type scores on people. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Jake's enjoying that, and of course Tyler is too. But yeah, man. I mean, the the communities and the different EQ trees that we've been introduced to, and and just the good people. I mean, I can we can both honestly sit here and say that we haven't been on this podcast with anybody and got off be like that guy's a scumbag. You oh know, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, they've all been good people and a lot of them have been referred by other good people, um, which has helped us probably, but yeah, I mean, they've all just been, just been great. And it was really awesome seeing so many podcast guests at AMA talking and just, uh, just being out there. And it was like, yeah, you know, I talked to that guy a few months ago about, you know, this, this, and this or whatever. So it was, it was really cool. And I can't wait for, for next year when it's in person to, uh, to connect with, with people in person podcast and, uh, and just as a, as a Marshall guy as well.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, one, last, one thing last thing I'll say before we go to a break is just, you know, when we had the, you know, it was more like when we went to that vendor series that a lot of these vendors were like, Oh yeah. You know, I've been talking to so-and-so at this school and all these different places. And they're like, Hey man, you need to go on the podcast or looking for vendors. That, you know, they were, being told to come talk to us and just hearing how, you know, there's a lot of people Well, maybe we didn't even realize how many people were actually listening to us and how, you know, it was, they were listening in a good way and it wasn't just like, yeah, you know, there's these idiots that have a podcast that are for equipment and they don't, you know, we don't really enjoy listening to them. They actually genuinely enjoy it. And, you know, the different topics that we have, the different guests we have. I mean, I, I guarantee it's the, it's the guests and, you know whether it be vendor, uh, other equipment managers around the industry, and or um, the student manager side of it that really drive. In my opinion, that's what drives our podcast. Those are the people that that make us sound good. We don't have to do much work whenever we have those good guests on. It's you know we ask a handful of questions and let guys like Bull take it away and just you know tell some awesome stories. So, it it was a joy for me. I really I love doing this. Uh, you know we need to maybe work out a better schedule for both of us <laughs> in terms of getting some recordings done but otherwise you know i'm looking forward to to keeping it going and having some uh having some more awesome guests on
1: yeah the guests make the show for sure nobody, nobody wants to hear us ramble on but yeah we'll we'll work on a schedule and and try to get uh get some more guests for, uh, for you guys soon, so that maybe our viewership doesn't just go from, from what it is now to zero really, really quick.
0: Yeah, that nobody wants to hear me ramble on, but... Hey, let's take it to a quick break, and when we get back, we'll have some more uh, rambling thoughts. <laughs>
1: Alright everybody, we're back for the second half of this episode. We wanted to hit on something that we've seen. Patrick maybe not paying as close attention to it as I was, obviously, but um, jobs, they're opening. Um, Obviously, the job up here opened and and that progressed pretty quickly and and I left Stetson to come here, but before that, there was a lot of jobs opening. Um, Pat talked about another guest that's recently moved schools, but Aside from that, there's a lot of jobs open right now. Um, I think when I was looking to get closer to to my wife in Virginia, and she's going to be coming over here as well. But when we were looking to get closer together and maybe see what what could be done um, around my job, there wasn't really a whole lot during the spring that was posting, and it seems like now it is. And I don't know, Pat, if that's more um, just getting close to July one. And, and things uh, easing up on COVID budgets, maybe people anticipating next year having a normal budget so they're getting those, those people uh, posted so that they can hire them for July 1. Or if it's just you know a lot of things were on hold in the spring, making sure maybe COVID didn't come back, maybe making sure uh, they got through a spring football season, whatever the case may be. But there's a, there's a ton of jobs that are popping up, it seems like, every day. And uh, I think it's a good sign. I think it's, I think it's a, a step in the right direction. I know a lot of people probably lost their jobs or were furloughed at some point, or you know whatever could have happened with all those COVID budgets. So maybe things coming back now is is a sign that we're we're continuing in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like there's definitely a shift in there's that sense of normalcy. You know, all the st- a lot of states are you know removing mask mandates if you're vaccinated and social distancing is seeming to be somewhat of a thing of the past for you know especially i know in you know virginia for me where you know with what my job is you know i'm in and out of bars and restaurants all day bars are actually open and there's you know bar stools there where it's not like they put a table up against the bar where it's like hey four people here or two people and you know it's a step in the right direction and it seems like you know based on what we're seeing and what you know a lot of what you said where they were hesitating on budgets you know there wasn't there wasn't the revenue streams that we're used to seeing uh you know across the board for you know on every level and the sports that are you know those revenue generating sports so they had to cut back schools had to cut back on budgets and you know your equipment budget staffing budgets a lot of things got changed and now that we're getting back to where you know maybe things used to be and we're going to be at full capacity full go we're not having to worry about spit guards on on face masks and having to rotate guys in and out of the locker room and the crazy travel schedules and different things and testing and all of that it seems like uh We're not going to have to necessarily, I will say worry about it, but we're not going to have to deal with that next year. And because of that, people are like, all right, well, you know, this is a good sign. Let's try and get some of the people in here. We were short staffed in general. Let's try and get back to where, you know, we can service the departments the way that we should be, you know, take care of the student athletes, Mm -hmm. take care of the coaching staff and everything else. So I think it's a tremendous sign
1: yeah, I never want to do another spring season. I can tell you that. Um, but I'm glad that for those student athletes this, this spring were able to, to have a chance to play football and I'm glad that it's, they're going to get a chance to play football in the fall again. Like it's, you know, intended to be played. So it'll be good. These athletic departments that, that made it work in the spring, my hats off to you and, uh, get as much rest as you can. Cause we're going to do it all again. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're a, a young equipment manager, especially a lot of you kids that graduated last May in December, you know, kind of got a raw deal where there wasn't jobs. So now that they're posting, make sure your resume is when I mean, you've had nothing to do during the pandemic, right? So it should be good. Um, but no, make sure your resume is taken care of. Get a good cover letter going. Make sure you uh, when you send those cover letters over, you don't put the school mascot or name of the last job you applied for in your current application seen that mistake before mm-hmm. just make sure you got your P's and Q's in line and T's dotted and I's crossed right so get it, like uh, like yep. so get it right man it's a competitive market right now but there are jobs posting so maybe they'll continue to post as we get ever so closer to that July 1 that we all can't wait and we hit refresh on game day every day and <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the, the one thing that's just going to be scary and that, you know, I, I feel like it's going to be something you really have to watch out for is because there were no jobs open for a long time. You know, there's usually a lot of turnover in equipment, especially at like the assistant level. You know, guys are bouncing around trying to further their careers and there was nothing open. So you're just kind of stuck in a holding pattern or, you know, hmm. unfortunately, you could have been one of the ones that were furloughed or just completely let go. And everybody's trying to get back in the market. And while there are a lot of jobs open, it's probably going to feel like there's twice as many people applying for jobs for equipment. So it's going to be super cutthroat, super competitive. So yeah, I mean, little things like having your resume online, having a good list of references, call around, send cold emails. I mean, it, it may not seem like it's something that, you know, equipment managers want to have. But if you're going to be somebody, you got to stand out some way or another, right? Send that cold email like, hey, I just sent it in my application. Is there anything else that you need or I'm very interested in this? Anything it can be, but definitely network, talk to your boss, talk to your friends, see what's open, see who knows somebody somewhere, because that also will have a, a, a huge deciding factor in who they hire. I mean, it really does, unfortunately, but that's just part of the business. So, don't hesitate to reach out, talk to, talk to anybody and everybody, you know, in the business, talk to me, talk to Scott. When we find time, we'll be able to respond yeah. to you, but
1: uh, email Scott, he's trying to move to households while doing this summer. He'll take free help summer interns want to wanted. just, just I mean, you can reach out. I don't know if I can actually do that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you reach out, I'll forward the email to who it needs to go to, but no, uh, yeah, exactly though. Just stuff like that. You never know uh what can lead to what um i don't want to put any schools out there but um i know of a guy who had a dream job and just went to work at that school i think it was free labor worked his way into a full-time position that wasn't the one he wanted and ended up being you know got the job he wanted um he's in charge of football there so just a story i was told i was actually told it recently and i remembered it um I've been told it before, but let's just say, just work for the job you want. And athletics is, is and sports in general. This is, this isn't just college. It's not fair. Um, you can go get a college degree. You can get a master's degree. You can come out and make twenty five k a year. You know, sometimes be less. killing it, and just be killing it, and and sometimes less, and it's not fair. And you could work really really hard for five six seven years and you can be making 35k a year at a different university and you've moved two times you know I mean it just it doesn't it doesn't matter you just got to keep if this is what you want to do you've got to keep your head down and and that's something the organization obviously talks about AMA's talked about it it came up at this convention again how do we increase salaries Um but you just if you this is what you want to do, you just got to trust that a payout, not a big payout, but that someday you will make a, a wage and uh, you got to grind. So right now, all of you that are looking for jobs, maybe you're not getting these that are posting, but, you know, figure out a way, figure out a way to work in turn, figure out a way to work part time and do another job on the side if a place will let you just don't be discouraged. They did say at AMA and we'll talk about this in more depth next week but they said we lost like 200 members or something like that this past year and yeah some of that could be well I got laid off by my job I'm not going to pay dues and and be a member until I get a job again can't afford it kind of thing Um, some of it's people got turned off or got furloughed or got you know just whatever it is from the industry and and left it Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we get that many or at least some of those and new members back as jobs are opening back up. But yeah, if, if, if that's any kind of consolation price of losing 200 members, I mean, maybe you're not competing with as many people as you would expect, but it's going to be a competitive market this summer for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, driving, driving Driving, driving membership. And again, like you said, this is 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 something we're going to cover a little bit better next, next week, but, and like, we got to have better membership. We got to have more people involved. It, that's that's part of it, but it makes sense that you know you have a lot of people leaving the industry because you know there weren't jobs available and um, layoffs. And I know that some people left, went to the vendor side, and then experienced mm-hmm. experienced layoffs on that side of it too. You know that was it wasn't one specific industry that got hit. It you know it was it was across the board for everybody. And yep. it's you know it was just it was a weird. 18 19 months and we're finally you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel we're getting getting back to what could be considered normal or our new normal and i just um you know i'm gonna try and remain optimistic about it and hope that you know these jobs that are opening their people are able to move around do the things they want to do better their careers and it opens up some some jobs for the the younger equipment managers coming out. I mean, anybody who really had their eyes, you know, their sights set on finding a full time position. It, you know, especially from last year to this year, there there was nothing. Like there was the it was the least amount of jobs open at any given point in time. And then people had postings up and they took them down because it was like, oh by the way, yeah, we're not gonna be able to pay anybody that you bring in. So you might as well just take mm-hmm. your posting down. Right. So Yep. It's it's good to see. Um, it's exciting to see. It it there's promise, but uh, I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be fully excited until I can you know get back into a football season, you know a spring season, get some get these sports going again, get back to a normal um, athletics schedule where you're not running 725 sports all at once. On, on your campus and it's trying to figure out all of your laundry and everything else that all of you guys had to do uh, I know that it wasn't an easy year I'm happy that you know we're towards the end of this uh this craziness things have started to slow down for y'all and hopefully next year is going to be you know much better and uh, you know hopefully it's a breeze for you you know what I mean like yeah you're getting <laughs> back to normal and you're going to be busy. I mean, you're an equipment manager. You're going to be busy. But after what y'all just had to deal with, I just pray to God that next year just feels like, oh, man, this is awesome. This is easy. I don't have to worry about this. I'm good. Yeah. Ready to go.
1: I mean, I don't have to do COVID guidelines right now. Like, wow. I don't have to, don't don't have to get ahead. my brain tickled a couple times a week. Yeah, these protocols are easy. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in sports. I mean, you look at the Euros right now, and it's it's – if you're not a soccer person, you have no idea what I'm talking about with the Euros going on right now. Um, full stadiums, it's exciting, man. It's oh, that was, that a, terrifying was a terrifying moment. There was a terrifying moment today, but just in yesterday when you see the you see the first goal is just kind of first goal. Of the Euros was just kind of a dud. It was an own goal, but the crowd erupted, and that was that was special to see. Yeah, the Christian Eriksen moment today was was pretty terrifying. Um, You don't like to see that but that that moment aside it's it's good to see sports happening baseball's been doing it obviously but sports are happening internationally now with with people in the stands and more and more people are getting vaccinated and everything else and it just feels like this fall is going to be you know what we expect a lot of universities have have said that they'll have full capacity and i don't know man it's just uh things are looking up jobs are posting Kids are on campus doing camps and stuff. You don't you don't see uh, as many people wearing masks all over the place, and and people are vaccinated, even though you know they may or may not have spoons sticking to them afterwards. But you know, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, did you see? Um, the The French Open. So Nadal and Djokovic were uh, playing their match in France. Had like a, it's was like ten o'clock or eleven o'clock curfew and they had li- limited seating capacity in um in the arena. Mm-hmm. And the I mean the match was running long. And so they were finishing like the third set and they went through like a tie break and they finished the tie break and both guys go and they're like changing just because it was, you know, it's hot France playing tennis. It's two of the you know two of the best players in the world. And mm-hmm. the uh tournament officials come out and, you know, they're just like, hey, you know, we know that there's a curfew, this and that. And they're talking about it. And everybody's, like, booing them. They're like, no, we're not going home. And they're like, yeah, but we went ahead and you guys can stay till the end of the match. It's okay. Like, we talked to, you know, the, everybody else, like, talked to police and everything and, you know, wanted to make sure that it was okay. Because, you know, there's there's a true curfew. You, get, you I mean, you had to be home. Mm-hmm. 11 o'clock hits. They, they want everybody home. But right. it was like such an exciting match, and like extenuating circumstances, I think is what they said. They're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna let everybody stay and watch this match. Like it's it's too important. It it would change the atmosphere here and change it for the players too. And we don't want to ruin the experience for you guys. So uh, you know, just little things like that. They're awesome to see. You know, I was really excited by that because you know I was sitting watching it with Melinda. And I told her I was like, oh, they're about to send everybody home. She was like, what? Why? She's like, do you realize how pissed off everybody's gonna be? And I was like, yeah, trust me, I know. And like, do you think they're gonna be able to get home in time to watch the end of the match? Like, who knows how far away they live, or you know, whatever hotel they're staying at? Like, that just that stinks. Like to having to go back and just like sit in your room after being so excited watching, like, a, just a an awesome, awesome tennis match. So um, it was it was a cool thing. And yeah, like you said, the Euros, they got full stadiums. It's just. God, we're getting there, man. We are so close to to really feeling normal again.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty interesting to uh, to stand on a football side on this fall and have an, a full or, or nearly full stadium um, for the first time in two years. You know, yeah, it's yeah, I'm excited to come
0: and like see a game. You know what I mean? I didn't go to any games this year and like go see you and maybe, you know, go down to the equipment room and see you guys and, and spend time with you. And
1: it's, uh,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, pass. well, I told Tyler this, that I hope that you, uh, Marshall and UTSA play, uh, in the conference championship game. And I want to go stand on his sideline. And he was like, come on over brother. Let's, let's do this.
1: I'll alert security.
0: <laughs>
1: this crazy man with a black beard who, uh, threatened the the stadium or something uh i'll
0: get you escorted that's, out. That's, oh my god on that note folks we're gonna call this one a day um scott's got to get back to work i know it's right now it's almost 10 o'clock um you know 10 o'clock on saturday and scott's actually still in the equipment room after being there at i think about almost 7 45 8 o'clock this morning so um i don't want to make his day any longer but this was a lot of fun, you know, reminiscing a little bit, just kind of really shooting the breeze. Um, and like we said, we'll have hopefully a, a recap of convention next week for y'all. Uh, and in between that time, if you have questions I, we're going to put a tweet out, um, just saying like, Hey, if you have any feedback, any topics you want us to, to cover or discuss about convention, please forward them to us. I'd like to talk a little bit about the presidential race too. um, you know the three different candidates.
1: I think we voted in November.
0: Vote in November?
1: Oh, I think we already did. So there was like an inauguration in like January. Joe Biden won.
0: <sighs> All right, guys. Scott's delirious right now, so we're going to we're going to sign off
1: have a good one everybody <laughs> see ya <laughs>